Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Nothing beyond our capacity. We work together. So God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, thank you, thank you, Mr. President. Mr. President, classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, it's in a yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Well, we know it now for sure. I mean, look, where wouldn't you keep classified documents other than next to a Corvette in a locked garage? And by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. <laughs> Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's got a file cabinet on the lanai. I mean, <laughs> he's taking care of business. So then after he answers Peter Ducey's question yesterday, that's when the very bad day for the president began, was Peter Ducey asking this question, you know, what were you thinking, keeping them next to your Corvette? So then he starts into reading the prepared statement that the handlers have given him. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process... My lawyer has reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. Under the sofa. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. In my glove box. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. My shirt pocket. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified. My gym bag. And uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. In the cookbook? So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. I mean, when you find them, you know... In the study and next to the Corvette and in the dining room with the candlestick by Professor Plum. I mean, where doesn't he have classified documents at this point? So um, Peter Ducey now is again with Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, asking her the question. Corinne, another one on garage gate. A great term. Garage gate. What Pet is gate. the White House trying to hide? What is the White House trying to hide? Someone gave the president a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete at best, misleading at worst. Who? So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday and what he said. He said that he will, he respects or he takes classified information and documents very seriously. Clearly. He said. No, he's basically her answer is, well, you know, there is a statement. Uh, the statement was on paper. Um, I've read the statement. I've heard the president read the statement. And uh, I appreciate that you asked the statement about the statement and who wrote it, but I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> so then he says, all right, what about the visitor logs? Who had access to the house? When will the White House release a log of visitors to the Wilmington house? You know, 
Um, Peter, you've asked this question, or as your colleagues have asked this question before. Let's not forget uh, what we did here in this White House. We instituted something that the last administration got rid of, which is putting out the White House, uh, putting, uh, making sure that there was a White House log, extensive White House log, so the American I mean, people got to see house where again, there is potentially again, unsecured, well, classified I, material. Again, I am telling you, we did something that the last administration got rid of, which is instituting the White House logs. Uh, did you ask the last administration why they got rid of the White House logs? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Well, did Fox did? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I am not answering that question. And after all, even though I'm not answering your question, we did this other thing over here, and we're so much better than the Trump administration because we put back in place the White House logs, which is good. I agree with that. But that's not the question. The question is, who besides Hunter Biden, we know because he ordered products delivered to the House. Who besides Hunter Biden had access to the secret locked garage, the skiff in the basement, if you will, of the, the Biden household? Who else had access? We just want to know. It's a reason. Well, we're not telling you that. But we're really the good guys here because we did better than Trump. Okay, that was all the kind of part one and two of yesterday. It got much worse after that, I'll tell you in a moment. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Uh, and we're watching one accident. It's Bell Lane and Highway 90 in Pea Ridge. And it doesn't it doesn't show a roadblock, but it's a busy intersection. Certainly watch for emergency crews on scene. This is brought to you by Executive Landscape. Any executive landscaping is uh, great. Uh, big enough to get the job done. Small enough to care. 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much candy and then in the afternoon attorney general merrick garland gets up to give a brief presentation on the evening of november 4th 2022 the national archives office of inspector general contacted a prosecutor at the department of justice it informed him that the white house had notified the archives that documents bearing classification markings were identified at the office of the penn biden center for diplomacy and global engagement located in Washington, D.C. That office was not authorized for storage of classified documents. People know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Clearly. (laughs) And so Merrick Garland goes on and gives us the rundown. On November 14th, pursuant to Section 600.2b of the Special Counsel Regulations, I assigned U.S. Attorney Lausch to conduct an initial investigation to inform my decision whether to appoint a special counsel. And good, but why did we find out about it now when the first set of documents became known to the Department of Justice on November 4th, four days before the election, by the way? Okay, here we go. More TikTok. November was event one. Then December. On December 20th, President Biden's personal counsel informed Mr. Lausch that additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden's counsel informed Mr. Lausch that those documents were among other records from the period of the president's service as vice president. The FBI went to the location and secured those documents. People know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Clearly. (laughs) Just like, oh, my God. Merrick Garland continues January 5th. On January 5th, 2023, Mr. Lausch briefed me on the results of his initial investigation and advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted. Based on Mr. Lausch's initial investigation, I concluded that under the special counsel regulations, 
it was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. Which is correct about it's I mean, you know, at one, I wouldn't have called for it. At two, I think it probably makes sense. But at three or two and a half, depending on how you want to count the study versus the super, super secret locked secure Corvette garage in the basement. Um, yeah, we need to have an investigation. Right, clearly. Special counsel, we've got the investigation. We now have enough to know that whether there's charges, that's what we got to look at. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings oh, no. was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah. People know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. So the guy who was running in the investigation, he can't be the special counsel because he's retiring. He's leaving the department. So they got another guy in there that they're going to make. A, so Robert Hare is going to be assigned to be the special counsel. Earlier today, I, si- I signed an order appointing Robert Hur a special counsel for the matter I've just described. The document authorizes him to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with this matter. The special counsel will not be subject to the day-to-day supervision of any official of the department, but he must comply with the regulations, procedures, and policies of the department. What was the defense that Trump supporters gave of President Trump's mishandling of classified documents? Everybody does it. It's not that big of a deal. Presidents have papers. Presidents can declassify papers as they will. All of this stuff, right? It's that's what was said at the time. And I was, you know, okay, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Let's wait and see how this all plays out. But lo and behold, the guy who said again and again, I can't believe the president would so badly mishandle documents. And turns out that guy with uh, his whole adult life in government, his whole adult life being taught and told and repeating and practicing these rules uh, several times broke the handling of these rules. Well, it was inadvertent. How do you inadvertently? <laughs> the whole point of classification and the processes surrounding their handling of those documents is that you can't inadvertently. You can't unintentionally. The timeline means that things got moved. They couldn't have just accidentally wound up in a place. Uh, if he didn't know, that may be worse than him knowing. Like it's There's no good answer here, and the administration is not being forthcoming. I will say this. The volume of documents appears to have been greater for Trump so far. Right. The level of cooperation by the Biden administration has certainly been higher. Agreed. Fair enough. Uh, What will be done? Well, time remains. But I will say after all so far that we know, there is one thing that I absolutely agree with President Biden about. People know I take classified documents. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've established that fact. 721 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs, ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. Call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today. PensacolaState.edu. 
Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3 9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit through BCI. See dealer for details. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. I will say this, um, as all of this is happening yesterday, Kamala Harris was delivering some words of wisdom on uh, a, a climate change discussion because, you know, she does that. Think of the movement I, through the lens of something I love, which is to always think about complex issues through the, the, the frame of a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> I love <laughs> I do. I love Venn diagrams. So, See what I'm saying? So, the, she is nerdy. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the three circles, and you can do more. Nobody says a Venn diagram has to only be three circles, right? And, and the intersection then, right, in terms of also movements. Yeah. Uh, so I taught, <laughs> I taught logic for 10 years, and she's not wrong. You can have more than three. In mm -hmm. fact, you can essentially have an unlimited amount. Why do you explain amount. what a Venn diagram no, is? No. I'm not saying it like... The, the Venn diagram, that's where you draw circles part. that overlap in order to show that something yeah. inside this circle but outside of that circle has these properties, not those properties. It's mm -hmm. a way of showing how something can have or not have multiple properties or truth values is a more common application for it. it it's super nerd stuff, okay? If you saw it, you would recognize it. Yeah. You might not know it's called a Venn diagram. And no, I'm not going to teach you modus ponens. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with... Oh, actually, sorry. Put you on hold for a second, David, because i got to go to Candy with traffic on the fives. I've mismanaged the clock again, but at least I have got got to her on time. Go ahead, Candy. Well, uh, 
I was trying to think of a Venn diagram. Not all of Highway 98 is Gulf Breeze Parkway, but oh, nicely uh, done. Thank you. Um, and Gulf, Gulf it, it's fine. Uh, 90s not showing any issues, uh, although there is an accident at Bell Lane in Pea Ridge, so uh, it's not showing a roadblock. But you may see emergency crews on scene. So certainly caution there. Traffic tips: text four three seven sixteen twenty News Radio ninety two three. Formative, local, dependable. All interstates are clearly flowing. No county roads are currently blocked. <laughs> there you go. You can start to diagram. All right, David to. Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Donald Trump's family real estate company being sentenced today in Manhattan after a conviction over a scheme to defraud. The guilty verdict last month uh, held the organization liable for criminal conduct for some of its executives. The company looking at a sentence that could include a $1.7 million fine. There's some reports today that the Jacksonville-based professional wrestling organization, All Elite Wrestling, may be interested in merging with global entertainment giant World Wrestling Entertainment. AEW, owned by the Khan family, they also own the Jacksonville Jaguars. According to CNBC, people familiar with the matter say the Khans are looking to potentially partner with a strategic media company while merging the organizations. CNBC reporting that it would be a long shot, though. And uh, the co-founder of Bachman Turner Overdrive has passed away. Robbie Bachman was the drummer for the Canadian rock band. They had a string of top 40 hits, sold millions of copies in the 70s. His brother, BTO singer and guitarist Randy Bachman, broke the news on Twitter yesterday. All right. Thanks so much for the update, David. It's uh, 727 here on News Radio 923. You know, I was just thinking um, sometimes you talk about a subject on the program, I talk about a subject on the program, and then later on I'm like, oh, I didn't even see it that way. That's even more important. Remember, we played the clips yesterday, briefly, just the one time, uh, of J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, celebrating the passage of the, um, they call it an assault weapons ban. Uh, these are sporting weapons. They're sporting rifles. They're not assault weapons. Uh, proof in the pudding is that nobody would ever use those to actually assault a military target because they're not adequate to the task. So you shouldn't call them that. But okay, so fine. Um, you know, that, that's, you know, one of the things that they talked about. And then they call them weapons of war. And they're not weapons of war because, again, nobody would go to warfare with these weapons. But fine. Okay, whatever. He celebrates this. And yet... Even while that's true, that you can no longer buy them in Illinois and there's a ban on their purchase and transfer, the, the flip side of that... This law does not ask current lawful owners of these assault weapons to give up their lawfully acquired guns, but it does require an accounting for the weapons currently in circulation so we know who is responsible for them if they fall into the wrong hands. And I was making the point that this is completely incoherent, right? On the one hand, assault weapons, uh, well, sporting rifles, we'll say. Sporting rifles are so dangerous that you have to ban them if they are not yet owned by somebody. But if they are already owned by somebody, they are only dangerous enough to have to register them, as in to have to give the government a list. And you can't have it both ways. They are either so dangerous you have to ban them, in which case you should take them away from people who already have them, or else they are not so dangerous that you have to ban them, in which case you could continue to sell them to people and simply require them to be registered, which they're not doing. They're banning the sale and registering the existing, at least that's their theory. And so your first question, obvious natural question is, well, why don't they try to go take the sporting rifles away from the people who already have them? And the answer is, and we, again, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the answer is because they know they would have a civil war in their hands. And that is actually a really good point about the Second Amendment. Why? Why do we believe in, why do I believe in having an armed citizenry? 
Because an armed citizenry is the difference between government trampling your rights or not. Why isn't Illinois going to go seize the guns? Because they know they can't. Because the people have them already. And though in this case it is the available ownership of those guns being used in order to protect the right to own those guns, having those protects all the other rights also. Pritzker inadvertently gave Second Amendment advocates the single best proof of why we believe in the Second Amendment. Because when a citizenry is armed, government won't intrude upon you as much. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Lisa Marie Presley died 54 years old. Fox is Ashley Strohmeyer. Lisa Marie, the only child of Elvis Presley, died Thursday after being rushed to the hospital earlier in the day. L.A. County first responders were called to Presley's Calabasas home just before 11 a.m. for a woman in full cardiac arrest and unresponsive. Paramedics arrived six minutes later and performed CPR, regaining signs of life and then taking her to a nearby hospital. She died there, survived by her mother Priscilla Presley and three daughters. A son killed himself in 2020. Lisa Marie called her grief over that unrelenting. Russia's military claims control over Solidar, Ukraine. Ukraine's military, though, says the months-long fight for that town continues. It's close combat. We have gunshots, yeah. We have uh, grenade shrapnel wounds. Andrei Zholov's a Ukrainian military doctor. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 at News Radio 92.3. Right now, cloudy skies, 48 degrees in Pensacola this morning. Governor Ron DeSantis says he wants to take on pharmacy benefit managers this legislative session. Uh, Yesterday, the governor said that PBMs largely work in the shadows as the middlemen in the healthcare system, but he says they are the ones that are driving up the costs of prescriptions. They have the three largest PBMs control 80% of the market right now. Uh, They're not seen by the public. Most people have no idea who this is. And the governor uh, outlining some proposed legislation. He says it could protect consumers and also increase accountability for those uh, pharmacy brand benefit managers. Jury selection going to start on February 20th in the case of a Pensacola man accused of shooting at two deputies, injured one of them. That happened back in 2019. Daniel Hux has pled not guilty by reason of insanity. His attorney, James Barnes, talked with Channel 3. Mr. Hux is as sane as you and I are. He went through a period of insanity. And again, people may say, that sounds like a bunch of bunk to me. He shot a cop. Well, thankfully, the layperson is not... (laughs) not in charge here. Uh, Hux, charged with two counts of attempted first-degree premeditated murder. Sheriff Chip Simmons recently wrote a letter to Circuit Court Judge Coleman Robinson uh, concerned that Hux could potentially be released back into the community due to that insanity plea. U.S. border officials say they're dealing with more migrants who've made their way to South Florida now. The U.S. Border Patrol's Miami sector says 25 Haitian migrants, including children, made landfall yesterday in the Keys. Miami Fire Rescue says 
says they were they were at sea for five days. One man had to be taken to the hospital for hypothermia. Border officials say there's two other migrant landings yesterday as well. Fifteen Cubans made it to Long Key State Park and 21 uh, at the Marquesas Keys. Scambia River Electric Cooperative again getting the vote to provide the north end of the county with high speed Internet service. The, uh, the Internet project was approved with a 4-1 to one vote yesterday at the Escambia County Commission meeting and uh, the lone no vote from District 2 Commissioner Mike Kohler. No one in this room would have done this project if you didn't have federal funds. That's the truth. Because it's not economically smart to do it. $10 million in American Rescue Plan funding is committed to that project. EREC beat out a bid from IBT-PCS and uh, Cox Communications decided not to put in a bid on the second go-around of this project. And just days after Escambia Fire Lieutenant Terrell Jackson suddenly passed away, the Pace Fire Rescue District now mourning the loss of a firefighter as well. Firefighter and EMT Carl Bowers passed away on Sunday. He was only 36 years old. He had a rare form of cancer. His wife telling Channel 3 he loved his co-workers and he also loved his job. It takes a very special person to want to get up and help his community the way he did. And that is what he chose to do right up until December 10th of this year. And Bowers had uh, started his career in Escambia County with Escambia Fire Rescue back in 2007. He joined the Pace Fire Rescue District in 2016. At 735, Candy's got a look at our traffic on the fives. Uh, Bell Lane and Highway 90 in P Ridge showing an accident, but not a roadblock. But certainly watch for emergency crews on scene. If you see an accident or a slowdown, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable. Cold and windy day out there today with highs around 55 degrees. With the winds, it will feel slightly colder. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the 30s. As you go into Saturday, sunny weather will continue with the cool weather continuing as well. High on Saturday near 54. Saturday night, temperatures dropping back into the 30s, 37 degrees for your low. Temperatures will be warming up as you go into Sunday. High near 61, low Sunday near 54 degrees. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it's 48 and cloudy in Pensacola, 49 in Gulf Breeze, and 47 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Dom Savino with your money now. On Wall Street, futures are sharply lower as earnings season kicks into high gear today. Major banks and several recognizable companies have reported. And J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Delta Airlines, they're just some of the companies that beat analysts' expectations. But the market is recoiling on comments from Chase that it's setting aside more money to cover credit losses because a mild recession is its central case for the economy. J.P. Morgan Chase is the largest bank in the U.S. More evidence electric vehicles are becoming more accepted. EVs took two of the top three major North American car, truck, and utility vehicle of the year awards. The truck of the year, Ford's electric F-150 Lightning, a runaway winner. The utility vehicle of the year, the Kia EV6. The car of the year, though, not an EV, the Acura Integra. Amid pressure on Apple's bottom line, Chief Executive Tim Cook is taking a pay cut of 40%. That's your money now.
Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And with Experian Automotive Studied Vehicle in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this Tuesday morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! me. Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was born in Utah. <laughs> Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. We've got artists like Taylor Swift and Rihanna competing for that award. I know. I'm very excited. Rihanna? Well, that's not how you say it. Jenna Ortega, sudden star of uh, Wednesday and X and uh, other things, but she was presenting at the Golden Globes, and she says, Rihanna, well, guess what? I give you flashback 2012 Showbiz Tonight. Voice And you and I, before I let you, are going to set the record straight on something that I get in fights with people all the time. When you introduced yourself to me all those years ago, because you almost didn't expect people to know who you were, you said, Rihanna. I knew this was the question. I, it is Rihanna. Thank you. That, no, no. Yeah, no, no. That's this, all we need to know. That's, that's all we need to right, know. He's right. Rihanna. When I say do not send me angry tweets or Facebook <laughs> comments, it's Rihanna. She says it's Rihanna. Thank you, Rihanna. Thank you it's so much. Little did you know, and little did anybody know, except the few super fans who applauded Jenna Ortega for the correct pronunciation of 
Rihanna, I guess, is now what we're going to say. 740 on News Radio 92.3. Joining me now by phone, we have Kate Meehan. She is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. Kate, welcome back. Can you change your pronunciation? I think I've always said it right, though. Oh, lucky you. I think I have. You must be a Fleetwood Mac fan. (laughs) Rihanna, right? Rihanna? (laughs) Yeah, very similar. No, but I think she's always said it that way. So if you like listen to her, um, you know, you knew that's what it was. So I don't know. I'm surprised it's news. I'm surprised more people didn't realize that because she's been around for a long time. Yeah. I'm always surprised by, you know, when we find out that the celebrity name, we've got it wrong this whole, <laughs> you know, this whole time. And by yeah. the way, if our governor, if Governor Ron DeSantis ever becomes president, everybody will say it wrong, probably including him. I know because at his State of the Union or State of the State speech, he said it wrong, even though he has said it many times the other way. It's a weird thing, <laughs> these name pronunciations. We've had... A lot of people pass away all of a sudden. We had Jeff Beck. We had Robbie Bachman. We had uh, Lisa Marie. It just it it seems like a lot. I'm starting to get 2016 vibes already because we have in the last, I mean, just to start this year, like you said, there's just been a whole string of people and, and you're leaving some out. But just looking at the last month, there's been a lot. We've lost a lot of people. And it's starting to remind me of 2016, where it was like every other week or every week, there was a major name in the headlines when you you woke up in the morning. So, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid we're, you know, on one of those trends again, which all of our favorites, or maybe not all, but a lot of our favorites, I mean... They're old. old. So <laughs> well, that's kind of inevitable. Right. I, I mean, mean, Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie was, what, 54? Though. She was 54, I think. So she's, I know, that scares That's closer that to home. That scares me. That just scares me, yeah. <laughs> that scares me. But, yeah, I mean, like, think of the people that we were raised on that we looked up to. And, and like, they're old, old, because we're old. So um, it's inevitable, and it's sad. I had one of those moments this week when I was perusing my This Day in History stuff, and all of a sudden, Pat Benatar's birthday popped up. 70. Yes, 70. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> no! <laughs> Cannot be! Dang it. Okay, so here we are. I guess this is what we're looking at. Um, in other news, yeah. we had um, a- allegedly, I guess you say, because it's not really a crime, so I don't know why. But anyway, Tom Cruise tried to recruit Seth Rogen into Scientology. I mean, I find this to be perfectly believable because you kind of get the impression that if you sit down with him and he wants to spend any time with you at all, recruitment is going to be in his the forefront of his mind. Sure. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, he um, Seth had done an interview, excuse me, about a month ago or no, like a couple months ago, and he was reflecting on that and. You know, Tom Cruise was trying to sell it hard and was just like, give me 20 minutes and, you know, you'll think differently. And it it goes with what you kind of expect. So it's not so shocking to me at all. I'm just trying to think, like, you know, if you're inside a religious institution, every once in a while you make the decision, 
ah, we don't need to recruit that one. <laughs> we're better yeah. off, you know, we're better off without. And so that's what cracks me up is like, and they thought Seth Rogen would be a catch. Um, <laughs> okay. What is interesting. the criteria to be cut loose on that? What is the criteria? Exactly. Maybe not. Because <laughs> it's almost kind of like, you know, I could see Seth Rogen saying to Tom Cruise, so I hear you into Scientology. What can you tell me about it? He's like, oh, nothing. You know, it's fine. Nothing. Yeah, let's just move on. Not today. Uh, I, did, I did have one other question for you, Kate. Hang on for just a second. I want to get candy on here with traffic on the fives. <laughs> Sorry, this is cracking me up. No, nothing. Go ahead. Don't even Go know much about day. it. I-90 in uh, P Ridge, uh, right at Bell Lane, showing an accident, but no roadblock this morning. Uh, but again, do watch for emergency crews on scene if you see an accident or a slowdown. Uh, you can always call or text 437-1620 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, back to Kate Me. And the um, oh, and I thought this was fascinating news that uh, we knew. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. The classic from Judy Bloom was going to be made into a movie. And when I heard Kathy Bates was going to be, I thought, of course she is. Um, but j- apparently, Judy Bloom says the movie's better than the book. I think of how difficult that is, too. Right. Because if you're a reader, the books are always better than the films. There, of course. There's always a difference. You know, it might be equally good, but different. It's always. What different? So for the author to say the film is that good makes anybody that was raised on Judy Bloom, I think, kind of want to run out and see it. Because with that kind of endorsement, it's it's got all the feels. You know, it's got all the feels. And for her to say that, it's it's got to be well cast and well done. And and I mean, look, I read everything when I was a kid, and I read Beverly Cleary, and I read Judy Bloom, and I've read all of these books. So mm-hmm. uh, even I mean, I'm, I want to see it, especially because it. It feels like a throwback to an era when, oh, like that was edgy and today it would be completely passe, almost bizarrely passe, you know, where we're at today in our culture. So I'm very curious to see how that plays and especially if it appeals to a a younger eyes. That's going to be... Doesn't it feel like almost like a throwback sitcom? Like when you it picture does. what yes. that will be or what it would look like, doesn't it give you like old, warm, fuzzy sitcom vibes? That's what I get from the idea of it. So I'm hopeful that it's that. And yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of other generations after us, those kids have been raised on the same books. These these authors are legendary. Yeah, you know, and the material holds up. So. I think it's kind of like bringing back like Ramona right. and Beezus a couple of years ago. And, you know, my kids fell in love with that whole series because of that film. And I think this will probably do the same. A new introduction to younger kids. Last question for you before I let you go, Kate, is uh, do you think Michael Bay can escape jail time for Pigeon Side? He? This is the weirdest story. Should he? It, it's got. If you could stop one filmmaker from making any more movies, and what it took was getting him convicted of killing a pigeon on the set, maybe we take that trade. Right? <laughs> should I he? mean, like, the, the things that the, the things that make the headlines and the things that become issues, right? Versus the real problems that we have to solve. It's amazing to it's, me, and that's an example of it right there. It is a hundred percent amazing. Uh, Kate, me, and she is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. Kate, as always, a pleasure. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. 748 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. And if you're in the market, or maybe even not quite yet in the market, for the next used vehicle, Frontier Motors, or you've been thinking about whether to get new or used, 
Frontier Motors. Here's why. First of all, obviously, you save a ton of money by not buying it brand new, but also you get things that are almost new. That's what they specialize in is cars that are only a year, two, three years old, in great condition, low miles. The almost new is kind of their goal, of course, at the more reasonable price, which is why Dave Ramsey recommends them. But the other advantage, one of the big things I love about Frontier is their selection, like 300 cars, trucks, sedans, Jeeps, everything they've got. You can see the variety all side by side, sitting them, play with the knobs, drive them, drive a few, drive. In fact, drive five or six and then drive one or two that are not even in your category. You know, like you're thinking about getting a sedan, well, drive a sports car or drive a Jeep. And maybe what you discover is, man, that's awesome. Or maybe you're like, man, I don't want that. But that's fine. Get that experience and then you can make a good decision. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis and Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis and Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis and Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis and Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis and Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in Tuesday morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and we'll be discussing how ProHealth medical membership programs can help you take out the stress and cost of health care. That's Tuesday morning at 10 as ProHealth will be the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hi guys, if you find yourself in a divorce or you know that one is coming, you're likely stressed about your kids, your finances, and what your future is going to look like when the divorce is over. You're going to need help with this, and I'm here to do that. Whatever you're facing, I can help you get through it. I specialize in helping guys just like you get through difficult divorces. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and trust me, I can help you through this. Just look me up on social media or on the web. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and I'm here to help. Pensacola, Florida. Dependable traffic on the fives with local news at the top and bottom of each hour on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. The price is wrong. you music nerds that's the jxl radio edit remix not the original so uh yeah that's the one they used that's the one uh that they used in uh las vegas the tv show that's the actually that's the show that got me hooked on that version of that song by elvis uh 752 on news radio 92.3 good morning i'm andrew mckay it's pensacola morning news david wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines david at least seven people have died and a dozen or more injured after tornadoes hit both alabama and georgia yesterday the national weather service says some of the worst damage is in Selma, Alabama. The storm uh, in Georgia 
Looks like it pushed a freight train off the tracks southeast of Atlanta. The House has passed a bill banning sales of crude oil from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve to China. The vote was 331 to 97. 113 Democrats joined Republicans to support the bill. And... Two enormous lotto jackpots up for grabs in the next two days. You know, this is my retirement plan, Andrew. <laughs> it's a good plan. It's a good plan. <laughs> up first is tonight, the Mega Millions jackpot. That one's worth $1.35 billion tonight. And then $404 million Powerball jackpot tomorrow. Uh, I, I like that plan because it makes sure that you're always going to be my news guy. That's why That's I like right. that plan. So, That's right. Uh, I'll always Just be here because you know I'm, ne- <laughs> I'm wow. never going to retire. You get the best backhanded compliments, <laughs> like the best. <laughs> 753 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, no, this was... <sighs> I had I, I had been unaware of this, but it had come up in the context of uh, Andrea Mitchell's weird comments, where she basically scolded one of her reporters on MSNBC for quoting a Congresswoman uh, who used the term pro-life because that's not the standard. They want to use the term anti-abortion. Fine, whatever. I mean, I you know this language changing is ridiculous and that's absurd. But what I hadn't realized in the context of this is um, a story that has not gotten very much attention is that the Congress under the, you know, the House under the uh, Republicans is already moving forward on life issues. And the votes here are not surprising, but they are disappointing. Okay. Uh, One is that there was a bill which condemned political violence against pro-life crisis pregnancy centers. You would think that's an easy win. You would think that's a unanimous. We don't believe that violence or threats of violence against crisis pregnancy centers is okay. Which, by the way, there has been a wave of that. Post-Dobbs. Doesn't make a lot of news. Because it doesn't seem to fit the narrative. But there you go. Violence threatened against crisis pregnancy centers has been a thing. Very unfortunate. Uh, And so they tried in the House to pass a law. Well, I mean, they did pass it in the House. 222 to 219. Three Democrats flip. Good for you. Okay, I still don't think you call that a bipartisan bill because it's not bipartisan until a significant number crossover one or two or three doesn't really make it that. But 219 voted against. How do you vote against? Okay, that's one. Uh, The other one is the uh, the bill that was again passed. And this bill would require doctors to treat children born after an abortion which doesn't happen all that often, but it does happen, that they need to be treated as if they are humans, as persons, to be protected, to be resuscitated, to be kept alive, which is what you would think since they're born. Well, the Born Live bill also just barely passed, and this time with one Democrat voting for it, which is, again, like, what? Unbelievable. So, you know, 210 no votes came from Democrats, 220 to 210. Only one Democrat voted for the bill, Representative Henry Cuellar of uh, Texas. So good for him. Uh, one other one voted present. Vicente Gonzalez of Texas voted present. I don't I, re- I don't really understand the present vote, but okay. 755 here on News Radio 92.3. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And taking a look around again, just watching Highway 90 in uh, Pea Ridge, right where it meets Bell Lane. Certainly uh, no roadblock, but we're showing a vehicle crash with injury. So watch for emergency crews on scene. The rest of 90s looking A-OK. 29 accident free. And all exits off I-10, I-110 reporting as clear. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, so one of the other things... Um, that, uh, you know, I I didn't spend a lot of time on this today, but I do want to tell you the news in case you hadn't heard it, because uh, I've been following, obviously, Milton City Council, Santa Rosa Commission, the wastewater treatment plant saga, and it's over. Well, eh, it, it seems to be over. 
I don't say that you won't have continuing conversations and protests and consternation and potentially lawsuits. I mean, who knows? You know, people will do what they're going to do. But um, the decision to transfer the property over to Milton from Santa Rosa County, the 100-acre rib site, they did that yesterday. On a 3-2 vote, Kerry Smith and Ray Eddington voting no. I was not at all surprised about Ray Eddington. I was mildly not surprised about Kerry Smith because he he had basically said, we got to get over together and talk about it. Well, <laughs> you've been working on this for over a decade. So, um, you know, it's a little late to the game to say, let's get everybody in here to talk about it. But it was kind of funny because in the conversation, you had, um, you know, Sam Parker, I think, <laughs> he probably threw the biggest surprise horror looks on the faces of the critics when he said, uh, you know what I think is not just the 100 acres, let's give them the other 200 acres of that parcel so we give them a full 300 to work with. The other 200 is not really usable space. It's never going to be anything, but it is, you know, in the county's coffers. And, you know, could that be transferred? Could that be used somehow or other as part of the ribs? Unknown. But, you know, he <laughs> I would have loved to have seen the faces of the people when he said that. We'll cover this more on Monday and I'll play you the clips. I just didn't have a chance to get them all together for today. 757 on News Radio 92.3. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, this is something we haven't done in, in a minute. So uh, let's take a moment to do it. Well, who are you? like to slice and dice our country into red states and blue states red states for republicans blue states for democrats nice thing about you joe is that you can sound like a liberal but it harped you in america who filed it who filed it that's the game we play when i tell you the bill candy dear candy and you <laughs> hey you went like seven and oh the last time so you have yeah. a reputation uh and you just tell me was it filed by democrats or republicans in the state house hb 53 an agreement among the states to elect the president by national popular vote. This is a little bit complex, but the basic idea here is that Democrats. because states. <laughs> You're correct. I get both sides. Yeah. But no, yeah. this, the, the argument here or the, the plan here would be that if enough states agree as like a general person's agreement, that they're all going to select and nominate the person who gets the most popular votes they could put their electors into that system but it only gets triggered when 200 and, uh, more than 270 electoral votes worth of states agree to it mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting proposal democrats yes absolutely democrat but i do think it's an interesting proposal i see both sides but. hb 65 withholding funds from the return of cash bonds what this does right now if grandma bails you out uh-huh they can seize grandma's bail money to pay off debts you've incurred, which, of course, discourages grandma from bailing you out. Right. Who wants to rescind that and make it easier to post bond? Democrat or Republican? To make it easier to post bond? Easier to post bond and safer for the people who posted who are not the actual Democrat. Republican, Alex Andrade. This is Alex Andrade's Hi, bill. Alex. And it's a, wow. it's a good bill. I agree with this bill. We'll be back. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Governor DeSantis wants to take on pharmacy benefit managers in the next legislative session. We'll have more on that. 